Welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not-so-hidden temptations. We are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring to the show people who know what they're talking about and help you with some of these aspects of your life. You live life only once, so why not live a life worth living? Today on the show, we have Arabelle Alba Rosales. She is an entrepreneur that has been described in Chicago Magazine as the quote-unquote renaissance woman. This is because of her ability to discuss concerns on Wall Street, global issues, and what is happening in our communities. She's also recognized for having a critical eye for art and fashion. She is known for genuinely loving her life and not being afraid of bringing together highly skilled teams that use innovative methods and technology to achieve what others deem impossible. Her life is a great representation of the American success story. With her parents being Mexican descent and still being bilingual, bicultural, with a strong work ethic. She's a re- well-respected business leader. Arabelle is sought out as much as her business acumen and prowess as for her fashion expertise, creating successful commerce for herself and for others. Enjoy the show. So Arabelle, tell us what you do in one to two sentences. Well, I'm an entrepreneur, and so, um, and I guess some people will say an executive because I, I run most of my own companies, so I have a um, an IT management consulting firm, which okay. is my bread and butter. I've had that for uh, over 15 years now. And then I, I'm co-founder, co-owner, producer of something called Latino Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm involved in a couple of other. I'm uh, involved with a TV network called C Network, and uh, we also co-produce events. So I'm a very active, you know, entrepreneur. Um, also, I think very civically minded. You know, I get very involved city. I mm-hmm. love the city of Chicago wherever I travel and we're in other cities as well. Um, all my businesses are for the most part. I, you know, I try to take the message that I really love my birthplace, you know, my background. Um, and so it's kind of me. I'm also a mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, very proud to be a mom. I have an 18 year old, believe it or not. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very, very proud to be a woman. Mm-hmm. I love being a woman. Like I thoroughly opportunities that that gives me uh, I wouldn't want it any other way you know uh, I'm, I'm in a very man's world all the time uh, in all the different areas that I'm involved with especially you know with technology I sit on the, on the board of the CTA for the city of Chicago I'm the only woman that's on that and I, in many instances I've been the only woman or the first one uh, but I enjoy being a woman I enjoy being feminine uh, I enjoy opening those doors and so the other thing you could call me is very happy, you mm-hmm. know, with the, the life that I've been given and very grateful for the life that I've been given. So being a woman in so many high-ranking positions, that I've seen the world like more merging towards that, right, where it's about 50-50 and that's what everyone kind of wants. Mm-hmm. But being the only woman in so many positions like that, what's it been like for you to get to that point and what's it like today as you're working through it? I'm assuming at this point people respect you for all your credentials, which you just listed, yeah. but at some point you didn't have that. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, I just got, um, I was just talking to someone about that, and um, um, so it's the, 
there's always obstacles, mm -hmm. I think, along the way. Um, and there have been, um, and there will continue to be, right? I think that's part of life. Uh, those are the challenges. And in many instances, one of the things that I've learned is if you don't try, um, you know, you can go through life being really comfortable, mm -hmm. um, but I think also not satisfied. And so um, being put in those positions, um, there are obstacles, there have been difficult positions, uh, there have been difficult times. I mean, it's uncomfortable sometimes because you'll be in a room and it'll be um, male-dominated and, um, and white male-dominated in many instances because I am Latina. Um, and the questions, the important questions may not be directed to you initially. Mm -hmm. And so I've learned to take advantage of that, I think, over time, where okay. before I used to get a little angry about it, like why am I voice not being heard or whatever. Um, now I analyze the situation and when I make a point, people mm -hmm. listen because I'm very prepared. Um, you're right in regards to that. I've learned, um, I've gained experience and I've gained through, through hard work, you know, recognition for what I do. The other thing that I've learned to do is I've gained alliances both on my IT business and the things that I do in the fashion industry or whatever. I gained alliances with some really powerful players. Okay. And so, you know, when they back up what you're doing mm -hmm. um, and when they back up what you say, and so when I finally speak or make a point, it's a pretty powerful point. Um, and so, again, with time, you know, the positioning has changed. But I can tell you, you know, that it's, um, it's still not easy, I think. Um, I think um, women still are, unfortunately, are undervalued. Mm -hmm. But we should never undervalue ourselves because we bring a powerful component to whatever we do. Um, I think we, um, you know, depending on where you're at in life, you know, can really bring a lot of expertise and knowledge and instinct, incredible instinct, you know, gut instinct for what is right and wrong. I'm sorry, but I think we're, we do better than the guys on that <laughs> point. And, uh, and I love surrounding myself, men and women, with people that know how to appreciate that. You know, who, who understand that and who value, you know, what I bring to the table and what other people that are good men and women bring to the table and are able to take that creativity and move it forward. Those are the type of people that I try to surround myself with. Um, and that's what I think in the long term will create success. Okay. You know, so, so I, um, but it's, it's not always been easy. I think like many people that are out there, you know, I've gone through, I've gone through I've gone through, you know, having a small child, you know, trying to make things work, mm -hmm. um, being a single mom. Um, you know, I think at one time I did everything like at one time where, you know, you feel like there's tornadoes coming in right. one right after the other. Um, but again, I think, you know, those are experiences that sometimes you have to go through so that now you can throw anything at me pretty much and I'm like, okay, next. You know, <laughs> you know, I, you know I, I, I around the corner, I understand now that there's something that's better that's coming. Mm -hmm. Where before I was like, what is going on here, you know? Uh, so now, you know, it, it just takes a long time. So for people that I think um, are going through trials and tribulations and all of us go through those, you know, understand there's a lesson somewhere that has to be learned and where, what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And understand also that around the corner there's gonna be something better. There's a reason why you're being moved or pushed you know, out of what you're doing. It could be because you're so hard-headed that you won't listen, that right. you're supposed to get out of there. Uh, but there's something, you know, better around the corner. And, 
product. Now that I've learned that, it makes life, you know, a little bit easier mm -hmm. to take and understand, and, and you know, again, be grateful for those those changes, challenges. So you mentioned you have a lot of influences from like your background, right? So are you where are you originally from? So I was born and raised here. Okay. My parents are both from Mexico. Okay. Uh, they met here, fell in love. My dad, being very passionate, uh, they fell in love in about a month. He went and asked for her hand in marriage, oh, my wow. mom's hand in marriage. Came back and decided, since they're from two different parts of Mexico, mm -hmm. uh, Mexico City and Guadalajara, they decided to come back here and start a life here. Okay. So most of our family is still in Mexico. Okay. And um, and but I was raised very biculturally. Mm -hmm. Uh, spent a lot of time in Mexico going back and forth on the summers and the holidays and um, when I was growing up very honestly it wasn't something that made me very happy you know because in at home you only spoke Spanish and you you know had to understand that culture and um, although it made me very proud mm -hmm. and a really good foundation but at the same time you know you go to school and um, you know, I was, when I was in kindergarten, I remember I was very much more advanced academically than the rest of the kids because my mom had kind of homeschooled me by okay. the time I went there. Um, but the teacher, because I didn't understand English, mm -hmm. would call a bunch of us stupid. And she'd actually, you know, slap us on the fingers right. because she'd say, you don't understand English, you're stupid. I was like, I'm not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know how to read and write already. I know my numbers. I knew, you know, I knew a lot of things. Um, so you kind of grow up a little bit, oh, I was a little angry, I think, growing up because of that, but now, you know, I, I understand the value that mm -hmm. being that bicultural um, it brings to you. I also understand that it opened up a whole other world because I'm so open to other cultures and understanding that the more that you know, and I've traveled now a lot all over the world, you know, the more wealth of knowledge that you have and mm -hmm. really a much a much more well-rounded person that you are. That makes sense. So how did you get into the fashion scene then? So Latino Fashion Week, so a couple of things you should know. My dad, Mexico, was a tailor mm -hmm. when he first came from Mexico. And um, Taylor became designer, had one of the first TV programs in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And so he would bring in um, actors and celebrities and things like that from Mexico, design clothes for them. Okay. And they would cross-market mm -hmm. them. So, and then we had a manufacturing place um, on the north side okay. in the Wicker, what's Wicker Park now. No. <laughs> uh, and he had 50 people that would sew these clothes and then they would be shipped out. So I grew up in that environment, again, very entrepreneurial mm -hmm. environment. Um, and I fell in love with fashion very early on. I actually studied at Rayville School of Fashion for a year to Excellent. be a designer. But my life, like, you know what? It's not making enough money here. I was doing that at night while going to school during the day while working other jobs. Um, I ended up going to law school, a whole different thing. But but there was a group of us that Latino fashion we thought was very important because the Latino fashion scene was not, there were a bunch of designers not getting enough credibility, we thought. And so it was a big group of us that kind of got together and decided we wanted to create a platform here in Chicago to to kind of roll that out. As time grew after the first year, two of us, my co-partner, um, Cesar Ramon and I decided that we wanted to take it national mm -hmm. and we wanted to have a whole different perspective on it. We didn't want it to be just Chicago or just very narrow. Okay. We wanted this to be a platform for Latinos to be very proud of what they do. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we incorporated 
fashion, uh, including hairstylists and makeup artists, and also we, we kind of used it as an opportunity to allow chefs to come in and show their food. Okay. Um, the cultural side, we always include music or dancing in the performances on the runway. Mm -hmm. And so it's a, we saw it as a way to elevate the perception of our community. Uh, it's our passion project that now has you know, 10 years, and we're in Chicago, Miami, uh, Dallas, and LA. Okay. Kind of narrowing down to Miami and LA, to be honest with you. We're deciding what other city. But we've traveled all over the world. We highlight local designers the first night. The second night, we really usually focus on menswear. Mm -hmm. And then the third night, we bring in the incredible. And those are national designers as well. And then the third night, we usually bring in um, these incredible international designers that we've traveled to other parts of the world. Mm -hmm. This year, we're, we're probably going to be bringing uh, quite a few um, designers from Mexico. Great. Mexico's really been kind of stepping up what they're doing with their designers. And we've got a couple of other countries that will again be represented. So it became completely different than the way we started it mm -hmm. because we saw a necessity to do that. Um, and we saw an opportunity to do that. So it's great for me because seeing my you know parents struggle with my dad, you know, being a, frankly a very great designer mm -hmm. and uh, having created something that you know really you know helped his family grow and helped his business grow. But now I've created something that if if I had known then I was little, but if I had known then what I know now, it could have really blown up. He could have been you know one of these designers that are known worldwide, mm -hmm. right? Um, so, you know, it's, it's great. It's kind of a legacy, right? That in his honor, sometimes, you know, when we're doing this, that I feel, at least I feel that way, you know, about what we've created with Latino Fashion Week. So that's the long explanation <laughs> to kind of how, you know, got involved, but it's a little bit in my blood, mm -hmm. <laughs> in my DNA, I guess, yeah. It's just easy to be passionate about year after year. I've done event planning myself for a couple of things I'm passionate about, and that's easy. When someone asks me, hey, can you help plan this event? Like, it doesn't really say the top of my priority list in, in the day. But with something I'm passionate about with my background, things of that nature, I'm like, I'm going to make time for this. Like, even if I'm not sleeping tonight, yeah. I'm putting that together. Right. So how do people qualify to be a part of the Fashion Week? Is it just Latino heritage that you personally handpicked? Can people apply? Like, how do people actually get involved? So we say by Latinos for everyone. Okay. And so we, it's predominantly Latino, but we've had non-Latino designers as well. And okay. we actually try to include that, um, especially on the local side. Okay. Because we love that, you know what I mean? And so people apply, they can go to latinofashionwk.com. Okay. They'll send us a message, an email, there's a, there's a place there. And then we will review, um, so we'll take a look at their lookbook, mm -hmm. you know, what they've done in the past, and then, um, you know, take a look at that. Um, in some instances, if they're international designers or national designers, we know them or they've been recommended. Mm -hmm. um, there is a way to apply. Right. Each, each category has a different application. We send that out to people. Okay. Uh, and there are, you know, some items that they have to do as well. Uh, but there is a process, and usually it's my partner and I that end up reviewing these. Uh, and we do everything, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. We have a, a, a team. What I've ended up doing is under AAR Associates, which is my technology management consulting firm, we've kind of set up a sub-team, mm -hmm. and that sub-team helps with the infrastructure on a yearly basis of okay. the event itself. 
But my partner and I really go after sponsors. We review the designers. We really are very hands-on mm-hmm. uh, with what we do, and um, you know, very prideful about what, what we're doing because right. it's it's something we see it as a gift. Mm-hmm. It's really become much bigger than us. Although we produce it and we we create it and we produce it and manage it, the people that are a part of it, including the designers, including the models, including our, they feel this is their event, mm-hmm. and we love that. You know, they really feel it's their event. They right. feel the photographer. <laughs> they're like promoting it. They put it on. So, uh, for me, that's you know what helps keep it fresh and passionate. And, um, and then every year we try to give it a little bit of a twist. Mm-hmm. So this year we're um, we're working on um, there being a component on that Sunday where it would be um, Latin hair Latin hair wars. Okay. So we're working with person who does hair wars mm-hmm. and incorporating that into a Latin hair wars on that Sunday. So every year we have a little bit of a different, you know, twist. And although you would think, oh, it's fashion week, it's just fashion shows, each show is different. There's like, um, each year there's a different target audience mm-hmm. and the designers that we bring in are different. Okay. And even the models that we choose, because they have to go with the designers that are being brought in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we end up having for It's quite a massive, you know, production. Um, and then for some reason, I, I, I was telling you that we're even, I'm getting involved with a couple of other events. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, uh, one event we're still doing with Latino Fashion Week, it's something I wanted to do for a long time. Uh, we're doing something called Global Runway on August 18th. Okay. Global Runway, it's to look at the similarities of cultures and not the differences. So it's going to be Latino Fashion Week and the South Asian Film Festival. So think South Asian designer, mm-hmm. uh, Latino designers mm-hmm. are going to be on that runway. And I'm very excited about that. Uh, we're, we're doing it at uh, Venue One. And so Venue One is creating a menu, mm-hmm. a fusion menu. So it'll be a fusion of Latino and South Asian flavors, which I'm, again, excited yes. about. And, and then on the entertainment side, we're going to have the same thing. Latino singer and then Bollywood dancers. So you're really going to get a mix of cultures on that, you know, as part of that show. Mm-hmm. Um, again, by Latinos for everyone. You know, we're really uh, with these, you know, times that we're having where people sometimes feel very divided. Mm-hmm. We want to give an opportunity to pe- for people to feel united. You know, we think that's very, very important. And then I'm doing something with, uh, again, Venue One and Summer of Creativity, which right. is a whole group of very creative people that you're involved with as well. I'm doing an event called uh, Are You the Whole Package? And that's an opportunity for uh, models to compete. Uh, the, they can go on Eventbrite to look at you know, how to register the, but the, the date of the live competition is July 27th. Mm-hmm. And a week prior to that, July 28th, they're going to actually be competing. They, again, they can register. But I'm excited about that because they, they can win some money, you know, $500, the winners, they'll get um, an opportunity to uh, get a photo shoot with mm-hmm. some of the main prom cards or whatever. Um, there's a bunch of other prizes, and I'm involved uh, with a local network where we're creating content. We're actually creating reality shows. Great. 
And so there'll be an opportunity for some of the models to have a cameo appearance on some of those reality shows. So I love you know, the, the ability to be able to create opportunities for people mm -hmm. uh, you know, to shine, to meet new people. Um, I think you know, it's very important. I think that's what entrepreneurs do. Yes. You know, we create opportunities for people to have jobs, mm -hmm. to make a living, you know, to um, also be creative, you know, and then turn around and hopefully do the same thing. Right. It's, um, it's energy, pushing energy, you mm -hmm. know, and so with some of these things that I get involved in, I feel very blessed that I'm able to do that, you know, and I get to meet, like, great people. Like, I, I got to meet <laughs> you at one of these events. Right, right? exactly. Events. And so you get to meet these great people and, um, and, um, and, and they give you other ideas and, mm -hmm. you know, other things. So the one thing with um, going back to Latino Fashion Week is um, it's not just us, as mm -hmm. I said, doing it. There's so many people involved. Whenever we go into cities, for example, we'll take a core group of people. Let's say we're going to Miami. We'll okay. take a core group of people with us. But then it's like a magnet. We start attracting all these people that want to help in one way or another. Mm -hmm. And so you go in with a mission, you go in with a vision, um, and, but what comes out is usually much bigger than we had anticipated, you know? Wow. And uh, it's a really great way to live. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a great way to live. So I invite people to, you know, to be a part of what we're doing. I want them to follow me. <laughs> follow me on Instagram, you know, Arabelle22, and on Facebook and things like that. And, you know, I'm big on social media. I think it's... Uh, it's a great way to connect with so many different people. It really levels, flattens the world, if you will. Mm -hmm. You know, because on one, you know, on one day this morning, you know, I'm talking to somebody from Peru, you know, and then you're talking, uh, you know, to somebody, you know, via your Instagram or your Facebook or whatever you're using. Um, you're able to talk to so many different people and communicate in so many different ways, and that. You know, merge of ideas is like so exciting, mm -hmm. and so I really think social media is a way to you know just flatten the world, right? right. There's, there's none of these barriers. You know, some people are talking about walls. There aren't any yeah. walls. <laughs> 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 you uh, you you can't stop us. You know what I mean? You can't you can't stop the energy of great people. I just I really strongly believe that. So, what's the best way for people to get involved with uh, Latino Fashion Week or uh, in your whole anything in your whole package yeah uh, so um, are you the whole package the, yeah. the so are you the whole package the best way I think to look that up is you can uh, either on Facebook you can look me up or on, and, and we posted it on social media or you can come directly to me at Arabel22 on mm -hmm. Instagram um, everything's also on Eventbrite though okay. which is the easiest you just look up are you the whole package and Eventbrite pops up how to register uh, for Latino Fashion Week, you go to our website, mm -hmm. uh, and we're also all over social media, but it's uh, on our website, it's uh, latinofashionwk.com. Okay. Every place else, it's the regular spelling, but on our, uh, on our website, it's wk.com, okay. latinofashionwk.com. So I encourage you know people to come and be a part. We say be a part of the movement. Mm -hmm. It's a good movement. Um, and we say by Latinos for everyone. I think that's really important for people to get that message. Mm -hmm. uh, and you'll be surprised, I mean, how diverse the group is of, of the people that are involved with us. Um, 
I don't think, you know, I, I really think that it's important for you to embrace your culture, mm-hmm. to be proud of who you are, but I also think that it's very important for you to share it. Right. Don't keep it to yourself. <laughs> I mean, we've got, you know, each one of us have a great background. Um, I think that's why people, this whole thing of genealogy, you know, people yeah. are looking at their genealogy because they want to know what their roots are. Mm-hmm. They want to know what their background is. And I think that's so important. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with being proud of that. I do think, though, that you should share it, you know, because um, it just it just makes for, uh, you know, just a better world if you do that. And I think people will find, and again, that's what we're trying to do, like with World Move Runway, mm-hmm. we'll find more similar so what should people expect if they come to participate in that? Let's say it's someone like myself, white American man, that no Latino uh, heritage whatsoever. Yeah. Never like dated someone that's Latino in that nature. What should I expect? You know, coming into this, right? Like I'm. Yeah. People are gonna be speaking Spanish, a language I probably don't know. Am I gonna be uncomfortable? What's what's With kind Latino of the Latino fashion week? Yeah. So this is funny, Latino fashion week. Um, from the very beginning, we have been, what everybody's looking for now, that mm-hmm. crossover event. Okay. So everybody's looking for that event where you can get, the, um, in English, a very Latino flavor. Okay. So most of our event is done in English, and we have Spanish. Like, we, ha- mm-hmm. we bring some of the top celebrities that you see on telenovelas and everything. Okay. We usually have an MC that's in English and in Spanish. Okay. So you'll get a flavor, you know, for both. You'll Excellent. be very comfortable with the language. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're probably going to learn something new. You'll get some of the top chefs in the city because we start off each event with a VIP reception. Okay. Uh, you should buy a VIP ticket. Yes. But anyway, VIP reception includes that. And so you'll get these different flavors of restaurants that are involved. And a lot of the chefs show up themselves mm-hmm. to be a part of it. Um, you'll get that. You'll get an incredible runway show. You'll get to network because usually we have after parties every night. Mm-hmm. I love rooftops, so I'm trying to get some of the t- Top rooftops or whatever yeah. uh, to be a part of it. They usually are every night. We have after parties, so you're going to meet a bunch of people. Okay. Um, many people that will be white males like yourself, mm-hmm. <laughs> but many that will you know that will not be. And so you're going to feel very comfortable, and you're going to feel like part of la familia. You know, when you're done part of the family, you're definitely going to be, um, and you're going to want to come back. And afterwards, you're going to feel like this event is your event because mm-hmm. that's what it is. I gotta tell you, I hardly eat or sleep or whatever <laughs> during all these events, but I get a kick. You know, I, I really rejoice, like my heart gets so happy when I see people connecting with each other. Some of them will connect on a personal level. Mm-hmm. You might end up dating somebody. Uh, some people will connect on a business level. You know, they might make a connection with somebody where they'll end up doing business. And that has happened to right. us, you know, where they're doing business, you know, many years later. You know, some people just go and, and it's just pleasurable, you know, they just go and enjoy and, you know, take in all these different things. But one thing I do know is at the end of it, um, most people want to come back. Most people then feel that they're a part of this mm-hmm. um, and they'll be asking, how can I help? You know, because, um, you know, it's like a family. It really becomes like a family. Um, and I think you're going to get that already the whole package, you know, mm-hmm. the same thing. A lot of the models, we've had relationships with models. I mean, I've seen some of these models start with us when they were 17 years old, mm-hmm. and now they are graduating from law school. Right. You know, it's kind of fun. Like, they've stayed with us. They stay in touch with us. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see that. So that's the kind of, uh, that's the kind of, you know, 
relationship and everything, designers and everything that you'll end up um, doing. What you're gonna, what you'll end up doing with it on a personal level, that's all up to you. <laughs> but these are, I think, great opportunities that we offer, great experiences. So if people want to get involved on like the helping end or like participation, yeah. is there anything that's like on your short list you need help with that people need to know about more quickly to get to hold of you more soon? We're always looking for volunteers okay. for you know the different events. Uh, we have model auditions, you know, like I said for this for this coming up. If right. you follow us um, in any of these, if you follow us um, on our social media, we're always mm -hmm. posting you know the different things that they can participate Perfect. in. We do look for different volunteers. You know, some of them end up being our fashion ambassadors on the floor. Great. Uh, uh, some of them end up being, you know, backstage, depending if they've had some experience. Mm -hmm. um, and we do really kind of sift through. I would you know, hope so. Fit, <laughs> you don't need know? someone like me. I can do makeup. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> um, but you know, in many instances, um, it can be you know a great introduction to you. Mm -hmm. um, I think the other thing I think that's really good is it's not, you know, people think, oh, being a designer is such a great thing, it's right. so easy or whatever, and it's not for the faint of heart, none mm -hmm. of this is, right. you know, so it gives you an experience to really get to see the nuts and bolts of how things work and really see if that's what you want to go into, you know, down the road. Or, you know, do you just want to be a sponsor? The other thing, we have opportunities for sponsors. Um, and so there's, you know, a lot of them. Again, you can look us up on our different social media. Mine, again, Arabella Rosales on Facebook or Arabella22 on Instagram. Um, and then uh, for Latino Fashion Week, it's latinofashionwk.com. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, real quick before we leave, anything else you want to leave the listeners with? I mean, you covered a lot of things so far already. But. Yeah, you know what? I just, I, I think... Uh, one of the things I've been really, you know, pushing um, in, a, in, a, in a strong way, I think, is that, I, you know, we're all really blessed with what we have. I think uh, we get these great opportunities to do incredible things. Um, and I really think that, pushing this very much this summer, mm -hmm. that I really think, you know, sharing love between each other is a really important thing. Um, I think we tend to forget to do that. And uh, I'm trying to be better about it, you know, even with my staff and everything right. else, because we get so busy and so involved that we forget that there's this human element mm -hmm. among, amongst us. And I think, you know, the biggest, greatest energy that you can have is the energy of love. So kind of keep that in the back of your mind and, you know, continue to share that and pass it on. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. Okay. Thanks. That was a great show with Arabelle today. Definitely going to have her back on to talk more about her thoughts on fashion, etc. But we just wanted to make sure we got the word out there about Global Runway, Latino Fashion Week, etc. Just a quick reminder, Global Runway is August 18th and modeling auditions are on July 30th. So definitely feel free to go check that out. And Latino Fashion Week, of course, is going to be right after that on September 29th through October 2nd. Definitely check it out. I'll be at all three of them, so feel free to stop in and say hello. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words, 
endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. We'd just like to give a quick shout out to our sponsors for the show. Next Me, an app that promises to take the guesswork out of restaurant waits. For restaurants, adding a party to the app is easier than pen and paper. Easy peasy. For diners, it's simple to see exactly what place they are in line and gives them a close approximate wait time until they are actually seated. Unlike clunky pager systems, NextMe can be downloaded onto cell phones for diners and features an automated system that can be downloaded on either an iPhone or iPad for restaurants. NextMe is taking on the weight of the world. They are the go-to waitlist app for restaurant employees. Check them out at nextmeapp.com. That's N-E-X-T-M-E-A-P-P.com. Also, for all your sports nutrition needs, look no further than LAMP Enterprises. Our product lines have exactly what you need, pre- to post-workout, to get you the most out of your training and help you reach your personal goals, no matter what your fitness level. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hopefully you learned something new or at least were able to share a few laughs with us. Until next time.